Every athlete is capable of getting better results. The key is to identify the limiting beliefs that hold you back. This is Michael Seeley's Sports Psychology Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Seeley, and I want to talk about one of the things, one of the beliefs that might be holding you back, and that is the myth of sacrifice. Specifically, the myth of sacrifice in sports, what we define as sacrifice, and how we are way too comfortable. Today's podcast was inspired by a Cuban cyclist I met recently who was telling me about, back in the day, this is way back in the 1980s, bicycle racing in Cuba, and the stories that he told me about the kind of equipment he had to use, as in, you know, like five-year-old chains that were recycled, uh, tubes that were patched, uh, you know, seven times, uh, just the kind of what I would call sacrifice that this particular guy had to do, had to undertake in order to race his bicycle. And so it got me thinking about this idea of sacrifice in sports. Typically, when you think about athletes who've made it to really high levels in sports, you hear their stories of sacrifice. And usually the sacrifice is for the normal things in life. They sacrifice maybe not eating all kinds of yummy foods like cakes and all kinds of stuff like that. They might sacrifice uh, travel or vacation, or they might sacrifice you know, going to college, things that we see as normal, that society deems as normal, these are considered a sacrifice. So I was thinking about this myth of sacrifice and sacrifice compared to what? So that if you're sacrificing kind of simple pleasures, things that we take for granted in this very, very abundant society, the USA, you know, what are you actually sacrificing? If you're an up-and-coming athlete and you're trying to get better results, you may have fallen into this trap or the myth of sacrifice. And you might get bummed out about getting up early and doing workouts, thinking, hey, no one else is do th doing this. I'm out on the road here. I'm, I'm doing my workout and no one else is out here. And you might start feeling this sense of isolation that you're sacrificing and no one else is and you shouldn't have to. And you might fall into this trap. And so I have a story for you. And it is about sacrifice. It's about perspective. It's a personal story of mine. When I was 16 years old, I decided to travel out from Wisconsin to Colorado and do this big time bicycle race. It was the biggest race in the country. It was called the Junior National Tour. And it did a lot of the same race courses that the Coors Classic, if anyone remembers this back in the 1980s, the same, a lot of the same courses. It was a pretty audacious move on my part. I didn't even have enough money to go out there. I scraped together money. I borrowed money and, and I went out there. Um, and when I got there, I thought I had enough money to make it through to the end of the series. And it was really hard racing. I was getting my ass kicked every day. It was at altitude. And I was feeling like, God, I'm not, not even sure if I belong here. But I hung in there and I hung in there. And there was race, there was prize money. So my plan going out there was maybe I'll make some prize money. So not a really well-planned uh, trip. And so inevitably, about, uh, you know, three days before the end of the race, I literally ran out of money. And I'm age 16. I'm just a kid. And I really had no place to sleep for the night because I had no money. So I 
sort of buddied up with uh, like a friend of a friend, this guy I kind of knew. And I said, hey, man, can I like, can I crash in your hotel room? And he's like, sure, sure. Like, feel free. And like, he was well-sponsored. He had some money. So it wasn't really even a sacrifice for him. Um, but I wanted to pay him back. And I said, look, man, I'll pay you back. And uh, the next day, I was very, very, very motivated because I had to pay this guy back and I didn't want to borrow money from anyone. I wanted to basically make it through the end of the series. And so I won almost every preem. If in cycling, there's this thing called preems where there's a race within a race where you, uh, the winner of a particular lap of a bicycle race gets prize money. And so that's what I did. I won, I think, three of these and I'm not a sprinter. But what I noticed was this idea of sacrifice and suffering and how it made me literally hungry and motivated. And so I was able to do much more than I normally would have if I hadn't been in this adverse situation, if I hadn't been in this cauldron of adversity. And it really got me to do things I wouldn't normally do. And so after this race, I paid this guy back and I had a little bit of food and the rest of the money I helped, uh, you know, I got a ride from someone else for the next race. And finally, you know, by the end of the series, I was out of money again. And to make a long story short, I borrowed some money from a friend of mine in Boulder, ended up uh, mailing him a check when I got back to Wisconsin where I was based. And so... I was thinking about, again, this Cuban cyclist and the story of mine when I was a junior and how really when you think about adversity, it's really not that adverse. So I say adverse compared to what? Sacrifice compared to what? If you've ever been outside the United States, spent some time in a third world country and seen real poverty, it is a sobering, sobering sight. We have it so good in this country. In the United States. I mean, it is amazing. There is so much abundance here, so much opportunity that it's really hard to complain. My challenge for you is to not complain as much, to put things into perspective and notice the social programming that goes on in our society that sacrifice and suffering are considered this bad thing. Any kind of discomfort is seen as bad because we are told that we need to be super, super comfortable. We need to have all this indulgent food. We need to have Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and there's nothing wrong with that stuff. But the fact that we are told that unless you have that stuff, life is terrible and you're suffering and you're sacrificing and it's too hard and life is just too hard, and what I would say is the best performances I ever had in my sport was when the chips were down, when I was kind of forced to do something that unless I did it, something even worse would happen. So my challenge for you is to start thinking about sacrifice in your sport. What is sacrifice? What do you define as sacrifice? And kind of pinch yourself and go, you know what? I've got it pretty damn good. Like if you have a roof over your head and you're not missing meals, those are some basic things to be very, very grateful for, right? If your equipment is not the best, if you're not on the best team, no matter what sports you're in, if you start 
looking above and comparing yourself to someone's, say, chapter 15 and you on your chapter 5, you know, the old book metaphor, whatever book you're writing, if you do that too much, and you're not going to really see the people who've made it to a really high level, you're not going to actually see all of their sacrifices, all the doubts that they had in their mind about whether the sacrifice was worth it. The sacrifice is worth it. It's always worth it because if you're sacrificing things that are going to last only for a couple of minutes, like a cheeseburger or like sleeping in an extra hour or going out partying with your friends and getting drunk, all of these types of things are transitory. Once they're done, they're done. They're momentary pleasures. But winning, winning a race or Moving up to the next level in your sport, that lasts forever. That's something you can be proud of. You need to focus on what I call discipline versus regret. Think about this. Think about a scale, like one of those old time scales that you weigh, you know, weights on and things like that. Think about on one arm of the scale, think about discipline. This would be your sacrifice. So I'm going to sacrifice alcohol. I'm going to sacrifice ice cream. I'm going to sacrifice going on vacation. I'm going to sacrifice all of these things that society says are normal and we're supposed to have and we deserve them. I'm going to sacrifice that stuff. That is the discipline and weigh that discipline on one arm of the scale. And then on the other arm of the scale, I want you to weigh regret. What would happen if I partied with my friends? What would happen if I broke my diet? What would happen if I slept in? What would happen if I started being a crybaby about how hard my training is and I gave up on my goal, on my dream? I would have a ton of regret. So we say discipline weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. And the way that you can get through day to day and keep yourself motivated is to think about this, and I have a phrase for you, and here's what it is. You ask yourself, in the moment, would I rather, fill in the blank, would I rather sleep in, or would I rather win the race? Would I rather eat a bunch of pizza and beer and get all fat, or would I rather be so fit and so strong for my next sporting event that I will be the envy of everybody else? Would I rather? That's the question to ask you, discipline versus regret. So that is the topic for today. It is the myth of sacrifice in sports. Question the social programming of what you are supposed to have, of what actually pleasure is. Momentary pleasures do not last. Character development, leveling up, all of that stuff is the stuff that does last that builds character, which is much more important than temporary pleasure. Okay, thank you for listening. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, leave a comment. If you're listening on any kind of particular platform, you can subscribe to the podcast, share this podcast. If you're interested in my coaching program, you can go to michaelseely.com. My last name is spelled C-E-E-L-Y. Check out my coaching programs and find out how to level up in your sport. This is Michael Seeley's Sports Psychology Podcast. Thanks for listening.